Can we just talk about the fact that Halloween, the point, the purpose of Halloween is to... Used to be turnips, not pumpkins that you carved. The purpose... Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, the purpose of Halloween is for 20-year-olds to be slutty and screw each other. And it wasn't the initial it. intention, but no, I'm no, really that's, happy at how it evolved. That's the important part no, of it. No, like, no, no. Halloween is for me to win the Halloween party. <laughs> I, <laughs> Costume I think, contest. I think you're missing all the things that are just here on the table, by the way. You, may, you missed all little, little accoutrements. What? Yeah. Oh, do not even bring that back for all the people who are are not here to see this. He's Uh, got a table eight sign on the uh, table. (laughs) (laughs) From this guy's wedding. Uh, Not table six. Oh, table eight. Oh, wait, is it? What? God damn it. I wasn't paying attention. And I love fucking Jesus. Anyway. So you're forever. Damn it! I'm I'm screwed. This is on. This is recorded. I can't. I can't do that. Um, Whatever. Yeah, don't you edit that out? I'm editing this out. No. Oh, we'll see what we'll see. I, we'll see when I cut in. I don't know what I'm going to cut in. So there's that. But I've also decided to say hello to people and tell them welcome to our show and all that. Right close to what I wanted to edit out. So I'm probably going to be able to edit it out now. Um, I'm here in studio with best friends forever. Maybe Michael and uh, Trish. Two people I've known for the longest since I've, uh, for the longest amount of time since I've moved here to this city. Um, people that have treated me super well, and they've treated me super well because they are, they have some of the biggest hearts, and they're the most. Um, oh, thank you. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, we're starting out nice before we get to the we get to the shit pit. <laughs> um, they uh, they are some of the warmest and kindest individuals I know. A man who, on a personal level, has always invited everybody into his home. And a woman who has taken me in when I had nobody, knew nobody and nothing here. And I tell that story about how I first met you um, all the time. Oh, people worry that I'm overly friendly. Someone hug them till they quit. Whoa, 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 whoa. How does that work out? Why do people deem it overly friendly? I don't know. Like uh, Drew is an excellent instance where he was our, like. Our, our, friend, our friend Drew, just a mutual friend of ours. He had a. He had a personal bubble that was large enough for an entire room or two worth of space. And <laughs> I just would like sit right next to him like, how you doing? He's like, you're close. I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and then you he would be that? stuck because he was like, I don't, that normally works. Normally people leave me alone when I tell them to leave me alone. But I'm like, and when you describe nope. that, I can see him looking at his phone. Yep. <laughs> well, this was, this was before cell phones were big to look oh, at, right? Because this was oh. freshman year of college. Some of us are a little older, so... <laughs> no, that's we're, we were we were still in the flip phone stage. A lot of you know? dates in this podcast. Oh, yeah. I had a Nokia brick, man, the thing that you couldn't kill if you tried with a hammer. Oh yeah, it's still out there this day. It's it's still surviving. It's still the, the detonator for bomb blast because you can reuse them for that. Well, yeah, that you just blow <laughs> you just blow them up and just like oh, just pick it up and use it again. Dust it off. Still got battery charge. It's good to go. Hell yeah. Yeah, I didn't charge my phone for weeks at a time. It was amazing. Now if I go more than twenty four hours, I don't exist because I don't have an internet connection. Um, but with being overly friendly. What yeah. friends have told me is that it's dangerous to be overly friendly. And I personally think that's just people, you know, watching too much of the media and seeing like, oh, it's such a dangerous world out there. I'm like, no, you can just go talk to someone. It's, it's fine. It's and fine. it's a little yeah. sexist, too, because I never get told that, that yeah. it's dangerous because I'm incredibly hard to kidnap. <laughs> I, I eat a we, lot of cake. Yeah, I'm hard true, to move. Um, by the way. You're not fat, for the record, for anybody else. <laughs> like, like he, he's actually everything is all in proportion. He's just he's just a larger guy. He's just a big guy. There's, there's um, a lot to love here. Big teddy bear. Um, there is sexism involved, but for you and I, Michael, we get the the term of everybody thinks we're trying to fuck them. 
Like yes. that, is, that is like, well, you can't be nice unless you have an ulterior motive. And especially if you're nice to women, you're going to fuck them. Like, what, you, what are you trying to get in my pants? Like, not yeah. really. I've, I've had some women very confused. They're like, this isn't a date? I'm like, no. I no. just thought you were nice and wanted to talk to you. Yeah. That, and they're like, now I'm really confused. I'm like, do you not get treated like a human? Yeah. Do you not understand what, what being friends is? Like, do you not understand that that conversation exists without ulterior motives? Sometimes I just like talking and... and Making people laugh. I mean, I like listening to myself talk. It's better when someone else is there. <laughs> I mean, yes, do tell me about your life. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so, yeah, you're here to listen, by the way. I'm, I'm paying you $20 for this meal for you to listen to my insanity. That's what, again, that's why I have these fucking mics. Cause quit I, asking me questions and I will quit having opinions. <laughs> I just I just say bullshit all day and then finally I was like, you know what I should do? I should record this. Um, I can edit out the bad parts and make myself look, sound good. Oh, my God. The power that I wield to make you guys look stupid. Not so much me look good. You guys look stupid. Um, um, I have more material for you to work with than Trish. Uh, debatable. Anyway, so, yeah, I I feel like the the stigma is that if you default to being nice, default to being um, very amicable and friendly and, and outgoing. Yeah. People nowadays see you as as a shark. I think I read somewhere, a European specifically, um, or, or I saw it on. Uh, well, in Europe, it's weird if you smile at someone. Exactly. Yeah. They, our it, our stereotype some, is that we are overly friendly and we smile all the time, and they're like, "What's going on?" Somewhere in their mind, they connect it to the idea of they're trying to pull one on me. It's a used car salesman kind of thing. Like, "Whoa, you're smiling way too much. You are clearly trying to trying yeah. to pull the wool over my eyes." And I feel like that's a detriment to us as a whole. You know, we shouldn't be in the situation where, where we default to say, oh my goodness, if, if they're nice, there's, there's malice behind it, you know? So how do you, now, Michael, you're, you're getting married now, so you have a, a family unit that you have to take care of for, a, for the most part of your day. You have to make sure that the, the kid is... Not his, dead, did his homework. Did his homework, all that stuff. Fed. You might be a grandpa before all of us. Definitely before Burf. me. <laughs> and, you know, and, and do that. But there was a great part of your life where you were just the single bachelor guy. You know, you had the parties all the time and all that. How would you go about being this approachable person and drawing people in without coming off as too aggressive, I guess? It comes out through your intention, right? Because there's yeah. a subliminal aggressiveness, right? That That's what people pick up on and resist. And I don't have that, at least not in the way... I present. I just present as friendly and open. I'm, I take no as clearly and easily as I take yes. But if I hit get a yes, but then I'm like, well, I can help you solve that. So you can say yes. I'm here to help you say yes. But if you don't want to, I'm not going to make you. I'm very clear that enthusiasm is key. If you don't want to spend time with me, there's plenty of people who do. And that comes out in the way that I express myself. So it's non-threatening because I do have to worry about absolutely being threatening as a larger person, right? <laughs> like I have been told that when I'm angry, it's incredibly terrifying and intimidating. So I work very hard at not looking angry, even if I'm mildly frustrated. Trish, yes. so do you do you have any fear of what? And again, you're at a point in your life, newly engaged. Yeah. I propose. Yeah, she proposed. How forward thinking. How forward. No, 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 no. Again, just like 
the entire concept of this of this uh, topic shouldn't be forward thinking. You should be able to, and it shouldn't be this this backwards thing of like you propose. That's different. Like no, it should just be fuck it. You were you've been dating for nine thousand years. Like who the hell cares at this point? Nine and a half. Thank you. Nine and a half thousand nine years. Nine and a half thousand. So who the hell cares? Like it was like yeah, you proposed to him. I'm like okay, sure, why not? Because it just makes more sense to me. I mean, if you look at nature. Most species that do a courtship, depending on the reproduction cycle of of the uh, the the species, the one that is um, has more of an investment in the taking care of the young is the one that chooses the mate. So that's usually falling that usually falls on the female. Now there are other species where it falls on the male. And then it kind of changes the courtship pattern. But through most of our species that we know that have the courtship, it's usually on the female to do the choosing of she of what what she wants as a mate. Right. And so it kind of just blows my mind that I guess in all our culture and a lot of other you know cultures that it's the male who's like you're the one who's going to be my wife. We go, we, so men should wear short shorts, high heels, and paint their face. Is oh, what you're absolutely. Yes. They're the ones that the are... The peacocking shall begin. Yeah, why I, is it all on, on us? I mean, we got to look pretty, and we got to raise the kids. In what? defense, <laughs> it's always been backwards. This is fucking science talk with Thomas. Um, uh, it's always been backwards because in nature... The males of the species are always the prettier ones, effectively. Oh, yeah. There's pea hens don't have the fucking tail. Don't let anyone tell you, Thomas, you're very pretty. No, that's the point that I'm making. Pea hens have the tail. Lions have the lions have the big manes. The the bird is always the the more colorful one is the male. All that stuff. That's why you tell us male. Um, well, do you know what our peacock feathers are of what, our species? What are our peacock feathers? I think our I have brains. Oh, is that so? Yeah, absolutely. It's the biggest um, and most expensive sexual organ. Yeah, but look, <laughs> yes, yes, but look what Organ's telling you that. Hey. <laughs> I, I think there's some self interest on the brain's part. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I've been told so many times when I've had makeup put on me for whatever reason, um, like, oh my God, your cuticles are so, and your eyelashes, and you're so, like, all these women that are doing my makeup are like, I would kill. And every, and every woman says that to every, to every man because it's the nature of us. We get those beautiful little but we're off topic here um well, we were talking about how pretty you are in makeup right oh yeah hell yes oh no god yeah i i've worn more i've worn i've worn more make makeup more times than i uh, mean not you but probably, probably if, if definitely you've done you. more makeup i don't know i've done a lot of theater than me mm. being on the stage for you know, well, belly dance well you wear makeup a lot of times when you're out. Like, we've seen each other a hundred times or whatever in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh, you see me wear makeup probably no times, and I've seen you wear makeup more than once. So, yes. yeah, probably. So, probably. But you did theater back in the day? Oh, yeah. I absolutely loved it. Uh, high school or college or what? Uh, high school. I actually got accepted to CCM, but went and got an engineering degree instead. I see. Mm, how irresponsible. I know. I, I was like, ooh, <laughs> artist is fun. Starving, not fun. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna go do math. Uh, real talk, real talk questions, because you have no idea how this We're show goes. We're not in goes. the kitchen. What do you say? We're not in the kitchen. That's we, where real talk happens. You're this is on the literally like four seconds away from the kitchen. Anyway, I'll uh, we can just move all this. <laughs> crap he can the fling kitchen. you into the kitchen from there. <laughs> real talk, Michael, sir. When you were a tiny baby, what was the first thing you could remember wanting to be when you grew up? Fireman. Fireman. Why? Briefly, fireman because they got to ride around in the really loud trucks and it looked like fun. Hell yeah. And then I really, really, really wanted to be an astronaut. Really? Because I loved exploring and 
finding new things. And I thought space was sort of like an infinite space to do that with. Yeah. Um, and then I found out in order to be an astronaut, you needed to be like a black belt and super science smart. I really thought you were going to say black, by the way. For some reason, I was like, you need to be black. Oh, geez, really? Yeah. Wait, has that that been a thing? I should probably know that for my black. I'm going to have to look that up for Black History Month. Has there been a black astronaut? I don't know. You're going to lose your card if you don't look that up. (laughs) I've already, I got two honkies in my place right now. I've already lost my card. Anyway. um, And then. (laughs) Not editing that out. I realized, like, because especially when I was little, I was not so good at math. I'm highly dyslexic, and it took me a while to learn how to cope with that. Mm-hmm. So I struggled in school. So I was like, all right, well, then I'll do the fighter pilot approach. I can be the pilot for astronaut. Yeah. And then I kept getting taller, and they told me I was literally too big to be a fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, 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 you don't understand. If we put you in an airplane and you eject, you lose your legs from the knees down. Mm-hmm. Will you accept that? And I'm like, but I can't fly without legs. And they're like, exactly. <laughs> they'll give you a metal Dang ass. It. They'll give you metal ass uh, Star Fox legs. Yeah, that's not an option yet. Medical science, you have failed me. N- fucking Star. The entire Star Fox crew has that. Nobody notices that from the from the well, no, 1991. It's like <laughs> neck up for their pictures. No, and the, the, you saw the box. I was like, why the fuck they all have metal legs? They cut them all off. By the way, that is like a real thing. For is, is really? that their ejector like, seat? Like, um, yeah, oh yeah. Fox, oh yeah. By the Star way, Star Fox do a barrel roll. Yeah, like, li- little was trivia. Nineteen ninety one. Some shit like that. Ninety two or something. I would think but ninety six or something. Oh no 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 no. That that, it's that not was like we have like an all no, knowing source of information right at our disposal. We don't. Do it. It's we, better <laughs> to be ignorant than look everything up. Sometimes fact check. You can quote me on that. Uh, well, yeah, by the way, that's going to be the tagline of this podcast. Um, no fact checking will ruin this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um, no no no. It's it's definitely ninety one. I want to say ninety two maybe because it's Super Nintendo and that was. I wonder if they did that just because they didn't want to draw backwards-facing legs. Mm, That's interesting because they're birds and such and foxes. Yeah, 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 they've all got different shaped legs, and they're like, no, we need them vaguely humanoid. Just lob their legs off and give them robot legs. Maybe so, maybe so. Problem solved. I I feel like Kind of like Mario has a mustache because they couldn't make a mouth because the pixels were too big. This is true. So they're like, give him a mustache. Boom. Mouths exist under mustaches. Hell yeah, they do. That's how mustaches work. That's how a lot of... If I could grow a mustache, I'd I'd make that so. Like, I'd have a big, woolly, like, walrus mustache. I can't do just a mustache. It's all or nothing for me. You look great. Have I seen you? without a beard if you have it was an accident okay. I had <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that, that's a strong thing to say oh by the way uh and sorry about this trish this is just a guy I talk for a second but i've come to I realize yeah you can i why did i do that anyway <laughs> <laughs> let me let me talk with my man voice uh, uh i i think 25 i want to say maybe 24 is the moment where men decide that's the facial hair like you go through a lot of little. Do I want to be clean? No, clean is what. Must it? No. Uh, cyber? No. And then twenty five, you get it, and you, like this thing had it since twenty five or so. I'm like, this is the correct way to look. If you hmm. have a choice, though, a lot of jobs will dictate that, and so you have to add that into the equation. Like, yeah, you if you're in IT, you've got to have the scraggly beard. You have to have the scraggly beard. No, we well, have our friend Chuck, who had a goatee for quite some time, and then he had to shave it all off, and then he just stuck with it because that's what all his cards. Are now his business cards. Obviously, obviously, but I mean, on a personal level, when you this is the way I should look. Like I look stupid, clean shaven, but I can't grow a beard. I'm like, I need to figure it out. And it's like this. This is perfect, and I've just had that forever. So. See, I've just kept clean shaved. You've kept no, clean that's, shaved. That's yeah. fair. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was clean shaven almost my entire life. Yeah, and like aggressively so. Like I would shave every day because I mean, as you can 
podcast people can't tell, but like I, <laughs> I hit five o'clock. It's so hard. Shallow. By the way, that, that happens so often. You I realize. hit five o'clock shadow around two o'clock, and that's I if I shaved at nine. Never like, had that in my life. It's really, really quick. And um, I actually went to Thailand. Yeah. And while I was there, I was told don't use the water for yeah. for anything. And I was worried about like cutting myself when I was shaving and getting it in. So I just let my beard grow. And what? then I came back and I'm like, I kind of like it because yeah. I had never let it happen before. I had never had more than one day's worth of growth. And I had gone all the way through the itchy two week period. You look, you look fantastic. And you know what? Work. That itchy two week period hurts for us too. Oh, I believe you, but I'm not going to do that. Fuck <laughs> you. You and your, your girl hair. That's not no, even. No, no, no. She's talking about like if kissing. your face is for kissing. And oh whatnot. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Yes. God. I, I never you got. You went somewhere naughty. No, leg. Mm. I was thinking legs. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Sure. 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 <laughs> whatever. You, all right. Interpret that any way you want. But, um, no, no, I, that's one of the reasons why I like shave because like if, it ever comes up, I'll be nice to the ladies. Yeah, so there's that. I want smooches, damn it. I'm shaving. <laughs> like, it has to either be like completely like smooth, clean shaven, or a nice beard. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have Just a really raw mouth. Your, yeah, Everybody exactly. loves like, kissing oh. sandpaper. You know that. <laughs> true. That's what I've discovered in my lifetime. Uh, Trish. Yes. When you were a tiny babby, first job you ever wanted? The only one I can really remember was I ended up going to a wedding and someone gave me a camera. <laughs> 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 Which was bad, but um, how how old were you? I don't remember. Maybe six or seven. Okay. I remember being fitted, or like my mother actually doing my um, flower girl dress. Mm-hmm. I remember looking down. I'm like, okay, come on, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been an adult, but uh, anyway. <laughs> that's fine. But it- I was like six or seven, and someone handed me a camera. Oh, this is this is after I looked down and I was fitted for the bridesmaid dress. Obviously, this is at the wedding. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Wait, now I'm fitted for the... Okay, go ahead. I was, I was jumping around a little bit. I okay. just wanted to make sure I wasn't a, not a naked little babe running around at a wedding. I feel like that's the opposite of every other child at every other wedding. <laughs> By the way, kids just want to like, I'm just going to be naked all the time. Like, kids just want to ruin weddings. So If what? you don't have a naked kid running across your reception... You are not American. Did you really get married? <laughs> did you... I feel like... Did, did we see you a naked know, kid at your wedding? Bouquet, Probably. No, we dressed him up as Batman. Belt. And then That's there's true. the naked babe running. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's so it's so. I feel like you need to break the mold and do the interesting things at your wedding and not have a naked kid. Anyway, um, okay, yeah. okay. So I someone handed me a camera and they said take some pictures. Now it was one of those little like um, what it were the Kodak where you had the wind up. Yeah, picture yeah. Dis- disposables and, from back in yeah, 1999. Disposables. I still and have a few of those like that I have like not developed. Twenty eight pictures. Or so yeah. on there, and I had to be very careful with what pictures I took. But I thought I was getting the best shots. I don't even re- <laughs> I don't even remember what the pictures were. But someone's like, "Oh, you can be a photographer when you grow up," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I could. could." I never did. Oh, Parents, think- offhand comments sometimes change the entire direction of your tiny children's lives. Be careful. Oh, oh. just was, to make you paranoid. It's actually my <laughs> uncle who said that. Hey, adults, whatever. Yeah, just yeah. You, can't, you just don't say anything because they 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 sink into that for some reason. They sink their teeth into those things. Wait, wait. So what? So what happened to that? Why did that just never come up? It was just one day. Maybe I looked at the pictures that I took and okay. I wasn't happy. By <laughs> the way, one of the most romantic things I can think of in the world: getting disposable cameras and taking pictures. Yeah. The, the idea of just saying I'm just shooting the shot it and is what, in the whatever sense I romantic, get, yes. whatever I get, I get. I've done that yeah. a few times uh, recently. It has been like not only. 13 of the 25 pictures ever turn out right. They're just like, throw those in the garbage. But it is just this, I took a picture, 
it existed. I don't have a second attempt at this. It's gone. We'll just get it back when I get it back two weeks later. So mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love in that. a world of disposable cameras, there would no, there would not be selfie culture. Because you'd hold it out there and click it, and you just got to pray it's good. Yeah. Otherwise, you're doing an entire roll of yourself. And that's a level of narcissism most people aren't willing to commit to when they have to show it to another human. And have you <laughs> noticed that it's almost like polite um, courtesy now whenever a stranger takes your photo? Like, here, hold my camera, take a photo. They're like, do you want to see it? And some people yeah, yeah. say, yes. To, to redo it, but I think that would be rude. So I'm I, like, eh, you got it, you got it. If it's bad, that's just forever now. I Burst fire on your phone. You just take seven pictures or whatever. Just boom, 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 boom. Okay, whatever. One of those will be good. Somebody didn't blink in that one, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. That or you're all ugly and the picture ain't going to be <laughs> good anyway. You're, so. you're all <laughs> monsters and you, you ruin your entire situation. Uh, Michael, you are doing something amazing here coming soon, according to your wife. Your row. Was that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, you are. You are becoming a father. Oh, my God. What? Uh, this would be the worst way to find that out, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> really? On, on this shitty show that nobody listens to? Like, oh. Matter of fact, you won't even know, know that it happened because you're not going to listen to this show. <laughs> nobody listens to this show. Uh, my sponsors don't. So, so fuck, as long as the check fuck clears. Fuck Clorox. Um, <laughs> anyway. But leave the Tide Pods alone, kids. Eat the Tide Pods. Fuck it. <laughs> I just realized that that was a thing. Just what? like two days ago. That's insane, by the way. Why on earth? I agree with it. Eating? You agree with eating them? No, I yeah, don't. No, <laughs> no, I correct. agree in um, um, natural selection. Yeah, natural selection. Are no. you going to make another one of those? I could be okay with genocide comments. Is that going to become? <laughs> no, uh, no. This is my close. argument. All my to friends are all about murdering most of the population. No, Only no, stupid no, no, people. No. Uh, define the, stupid, though. I can. How much time do you have? Uh, yeah, uh, we got mics. What do you What do you guys say? <laughs> this is going to be there forever. I'm going to let Trish finish her point. It would be rude of me to. I just yeah, be, yeah. I just be like I want I want you to sink this foot down. I was like, man, why did I say that when I was thirty? Why is he choking on his foot so bad? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, I'm I'm putting that the out. The selective pressure should be the environment and not someone with their own moral values of what is to be valued and what not. So the selective pressure should be the environment. It should be. I, I so think so. so you have, you're of the theory of take warning labels off of everything and let God sort it out. Kind of. <laughs> me, no, me, I, like I, I, I don't know about her. I like I'll, I'll say that. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you can't make Pop Tarts, maybe you shouldn't be left unsupervised. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I'm all about that. Welcome. Let them die. I like that. Here's the thing it, it's pretty easy not to kill yourself in these situations. That said, when I was eight years old, I uh, had like a tube of banaca and a lighter and shot the like big balls of flame out like in the bathroom sink or whatever. It was like, oh, Josh, did my brother, Josh, yo, come here. Boom, boom, boom. Just shooting balls of fire with my parents not home. Like, you know, I, eight years old, despite the fact that warning, this is flammable, you will burn your shit up. If it wasn't still, flammable, you wouldn't have been doing it. Uh, exactly. It's, it's still cool. So I'm, I'm happy I'm not dead, by the way. But yeah, yeah, I could I could go for not having warning labels. We'll just yeah, just, the, just the end of that. <laughs> well, I appreciate warning labels, but having things to enact like laws to to make sure that people are like forced to be safe. We are a litigious nation. If we can find, we, if we can make a dollar off of it, we're going to. So <laughs> it's so much easier to just ah lawsuit. You cannot out legislate. Idiocy. They will always breed a better idiot. Yeah, yeah. That, no, <laughs> like, that's the, the classic thing. Yeah. But yeah. but if they breed a better idiot, 
there's a smart person there to make money off that. Oh, wait, I know how I can get you. Have you been injured by your own idiocy? Call me up. I'll get you a hundred thousand. I'll get a million, but I'll get you a hundred thousand. So whatever. Well, I like a hundred thousand. No, so yeah, the thing that you're doing, Michael, you are doing your for your church. Yes. Venezuela. Yes. Yeah. I love my wife and she oh, is a God. Heart oh wow. Large enough for the entire world. And therefore Is there a butt here? No, there is no okay, butt. Good, okay. I've got enough butt for everybody, so yeah, there's no do. butt in the sentence. Yeah, you do. So she got on the news and she learned about the situation down in Venezuela, like how bad it's gotten for no reason down there. So her heart goes out to those people. So now she's trying to kick off a charity with our church in order to provide direct support to the people of Venezuela. Oh, nice. She, Cause she's like, there are people going hungry and the government's hoarding the food. It's yeah. stupid. And the only thing that annoys her more than hurting animals is stupidity. So, <laughs> There you go. So yeah, she wants to sort of take that on. The pastor sort of agreed. So that's looking like the next several infinity of my future. But <laughs> I like making a difference in the world. Yeah. I, for me, you know, I Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Okay. To those that much is given, much is expected. With great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Thank you, Stan Lee. So it's a great if line. I have an ability to make a difference, then I am happy to spend my time to do that. Where where does the line go with with your level of comfort? At some point, obviously, you can give twenty four hours. You can give ninety nine percent of your paycheck. You can give so much energy and so much effort. And there is that feeling of it's never enough. It, it, it is. It's never going to be enough because parody will not exist in the world. Like, and I hate. When I sit around playing PlayStation and and buying, uh, you know, sodas for like, oh, it's five dollars for the six pack. Fuck it. I have money, you know, which isn't that much, you know, but like whatever. It's not that much to you. Right? Exactly. Relative. You know, like like I'm living this life of comfort, which, by the way, somebody in the suburbs would say this is you live like a pauper. Um, but that is my life. And I'm you doing, don't even have a yard, <laughs> plebeian. You're doing this, and you are doing nothing for those that, that have less than you. And at some point, I have to just say, I'm going to just enjoy who I am and what I do. I like my PlayStation. Fuck off. But it, it is that scary moment of, of where, is, where is enough? Where are you being a jerk? And what is, what is that level you need to give to make yourself feel okay with slacking off about that it's a great question it was a long and rambling question i feel like i didn't need that shade right there but sure <laughs> um cool just just like i'll give you some props also throw some shade on you fuck you yeah, well if you don't mock the people you love how can they tell you like them uh apparently everybody thinks i hate them <laughs> in defense i do i hate everybody except for the people that are right here in front of me yeah that's good oh, that's, that's good that's good cover i like that one. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's just by circumstance true if it were if it were olivia or something like oh fuck olivia <laughs> you do you um <laughs> so for me the line that you draw in that is when your ability to provide is impacted by giving more okay i'll go with that so you can give that which was available to you, but if you give so much that your ability to then continue the support becomes impacted, then you have done the people you're helping a disservice. The idea of... If I empty my bank account tomorrow and give them everything that I have, and then I'm destitute, and now I need help, 
I've done a disservice to the people who need help. Right. The, the idea that I, I don't have enough money to fill out my gas tank, to go to work, to continue to make a paycheck, to continue giving them money in, in a sense. Yes. Um, what is the old adage of never, gi- never give more than you are willing to lose effectively. I think that's a little, little and, off there. For me, it's not even willing to lose because I can give more than I'm you know, like willing to lose. But like, there's a difference between personal power, mm-hmm. which everyone has. Like, there's, a, there's a finite amount that I can do as a human. And then there's granted power, which is when you collectively pull several people together to a vision or a purpose. And that is a much, much more expanded ability of capability. Mm -hmm. So for me, my goal is to constantly increase the number of people that are pulling together to do something because that's how you actually make an impact. I could fly down to Venezuela tomorrow and hand out canned goods, but I can only help five or six people that way. If I get 600 people together, now I'm making a difference. Now I'm making an impact. Interesting. And that's how I look at it. And raising people's blood pressure because that's canned goods. <laughs> if you're starving or canned goods, which are you picking? That's true. Uh, well, listen, if I get my <laughs> I mean, report canned goods, back, oh, that's canned so- goods get a bad rap, but let's talk about how phenomenal it is from a food storage standpoint that we can take something, put it in a can. Which it's good like- for months or years at years. a time. Yeah. Like, that that it, solves a major starvation problem and, in and of itself. Except they're peas and they're never and they're, good. They're, they're never Nobody good. likes I peas. They're never peas. good. Oh, There's yeah. something wrong with you. Nah, There's bullshit. a lot of things wrong with you. <laughs> that is high at the top of the list. I just want to make that very clear. Actually, actually, clear on this show. I got no problem with peas. Fuck it. That that's the stance this show takes. I'm, peas. I'm, I'm peas with are Thomas right. on this one. Yeah, I don't right. I've never liked peas. I don't know what it is. Maybe I'd, because I've only ever had like mushy, shitty canned peas. Maybe I don't know what the experience of truly fresh, fantastic peas are. I had peas when I was a kid, and I liked them. But now, like, I would never buy them now. Nope. Yeah. Never liked them. I, my father never liked them, so we never had them. When we did have them, they were awful. You guys are nuts. Uh, pe- well, just, yeah. I, well, here's the thing. I'm a grown man. I can get whatever I want. And I choose to get the dinosaur oatmeal, by I, the way. Uh, oh, I love those melting eggs. Hell yeah. Cut. <laughs> that's that's the dream. That's what life is. I said, like, um, you know, like, what can I do? You ever like, open the packages and just eat the eggs? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to tonight, it's matter a weird of fact. It's waxy yeah. kind of taste. Fuck yeah, I'm eating the goddamn dinosaur eggs straight out of the thing. Because I can. I'm an adult. There's like six or maybe. Can we talk like about that. how great it is to be an adult? Hell yeah, oh, we yes. can. Like, be a Adulting, and I'm going to be broadly generalistic and rude here. You've been warned. <laughs> anyway, adulting, adult, adulting when adulting they're Mexicans. Adulting in millennial culture gets a bad rap. They're always like, oh, adulting's hard. Adulting is fantastic. It's difficult. It is Paying hard. bills sucks. But by God, if I want to go have dinosaur oatmeal, there isn't anybody on earth who can stop me. You can't me. stop me. You the can't stop me. The fine line of adulting is I can walk down to Kroger right now get an entire chocolate cake and eat the entire thing. And there isn't a human being on earth that can tell me no, that I have to listen to. I'm sorry, Shelly. But the line of adulting is I don't do that because I know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the great power, I, great responsibility. responsibility. It's oh, like it's, it's my a, favorite tagline. It's great. There are people who talk to me about like, Oh, don't you wish you were a kid? Don't you wish you were a kid again? And I'm going to get real. No, I don't wish I was a kid again. My household was bad. It was a bad well, abusive household. You have a whole other thing going oh, on. Oh, whole lots of stuff. Mine wasn't talk, bad and abusive, and I'm happy I'm yeah. not a kid anymore. Apparently, uh, just recently, Greg and uh, Drew found out uh, about how much you know deli we- meat we got in our house. And that was pretty much one of the things that we survived on. Yeah. And um, there was salami. And so I told him, you know... 
I'm really upset that Chuck keeps bringing all this salami because I'm not allowed to eat it. But I remember when I used to eat like 20 slices of salami, I'd like steal it from the fridge. I'd <laughs> climb up on the garage roof and just munch on it. What? And they're like, what? Kind of insane what? level. Like, what, what, what are you doing? What kind of Mad Max world did <laughs> yeah, you live like in? You were you stealing like salami. And, yeah, go yeah, on the fucking roof. And then I'd go roof? climb on the roof on and the I felt ro- like a wolf. Just on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> the roof. The roof. Uh, Sorry. So there was Sorry. a fiddler on the roof. And there was a salami eater on the roof, I guess. <laughs> salami eater on the roof. That that that's a it was a much uh, less popular uh no, no, broad, Broadway off Broadway show. Yeah. Off Broadway show? Yeah, okay, because yeah, was... there's that thing where like some sentences could be like band names. Oh yeah. Some sentences are very clearly like cover band names. That's, <laughs> not, that's definitely an off brand band. Yeah, name. That, yeah, that's that. That's but what Broadway shows. That's another good one that I should add into the rotation for <laughs> so, these odd sentences. Salami on the roof is like some shit uh, uh, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon will make up as their like fake cover band in a Rick and Morty episode. Very like, true. yeah, sure, Salami on the Roof. I don't know. I like Salami on a Roof as like an off-Broadway show, though, because like it could be like a home dynamic show, right? And like that's the moment of peace for the main character, uh-huh. Salami on the Roof. It's being able to just chow into Salami on the Roof. Yeah. I like, I'm, I'm imagining long monologues to the moon. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's a cat. I don't know why, but there's and definitely a cat. Every every great idea, every great work of art comes from three people jackassing around with microphones <laughs> in front of them. So when it's recorded, it's always good. When it's recorded, it's real. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Trish, I wanted to ask you this. I guess um, adulting is much better because I can do anything that I want. And I can go, if I if I want to get off this diet, I can go get some salami. Fuck and yeah. And you can climb on a goddamn ladder, roof. You, know? you can climb on the roof. Yeah, exactly. You can buy a ladder to climb on the roof. So here's the thing. Michael is very macroscopic, and there's a, oh, I want to help the world. Yes. I want to help this. To me, again, personal um, relationship, you've been very microscopic in things, and there's a great value. And, I, and that's something that I kind of relate to a little bit more. Yeah. And I think there's a great value in that because you get to see their faces. You get to feel this impact. Correct. Explicitly. Is there a better or worse microscopic versus macroscopic? Is that is one better or one worse? Oh, like to view, you should view it from both sides because to deny yourself one view is essentially getting rid of an entire, like, I guess, viewpoint. I mean, like, how yeah, else yeah. are you supposed to say this? Like, you want to be able to see it from uh, up, down to down up, right. essentially. So from... Michael's perspective where he he's seeing like okay let's get a bunch of people together and be able to um, give uh, food to people uh, so that they're not starving starving hurts mm-hmm. starving hurts um, reason why we had deli meat is my grandmother snuck it into our house <laughs> well, <it's> like, <laughs> like this story is going insane yeah, yeah. places by and the way so like and until you've actually felt that starvation you don't really know how much it hurts and it's very important to make sure because we have an abundance of food in this world, but due to politics, it gets really hard to filter that down. And um, especially with a world that is becoming way more urbanized, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get food because it used from to the be means of that the poor, even though they were poor, they were fed. But now you have slums and, and, and resources that like, 
I guess you could say, you know, a, a nutrient rich ground, you might have cement instead. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get food. And it's like, well, it has to come in a package right. rather than something that's grown from the earth that has been, you know, for years and years and years. Though I will say this, and, and, it's, and it's a benefit. And I know a lot of people like to focus on a lot of the negatives. One thing about the urbanization of the world, just, hey, good, good on them. As you're saying about canned foods and such. This is one of the few times in the world where where we're reducing hunger and 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 we yeah. are be able to feed people because roads exist, airplanes mm, exist. Absolutely. Like there's there's, there's a point where there's this dude there's this dude who's just growing shit on a farm in Georgia. Like, well, at some point my range was thirty miles. I I picked these things out of the ground. They will die in X amount of days. Mm-hmm. I got to get them, and I can only walk them or horse them or whatever to so so far. Now I can basically email a person say get these things to New York and they will be in New York in a day and a half. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. it's an amazing, that's very nice. amazing point, point of the world, you know, like mm-hmm. that we're, we're getting better at, about that. Melinda French Gates actually does a very fantastic preserva- or, um, presentation on Ted, which is about Ted how- Ted the show? <laughs> yeah. Yes. By the, way, by the way, everybody, if you're not on Ted Word, go, go watch Ted Word. Uh, it's on uh, Hulu right now, I think. I think they might have or taken it off. maybe it it's on cable. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, it on some but sort of Google media. Ted Word. It is one of the best shows. If you are missing it, you are missing out. <laughs> but um, she does a fantastic pres- uh, presentation about how nonprofits can learn a lot from Coca-Cola, the company yeah. Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And the, the reason why I say this is in, in places where there's not that much infrastructure and it's really hard to get resources out, people have Coke. People is have Coca-Cola. So? Yeah. Holy in shit. fact, you can um, get Coke two, anywhere. There's two Holy words shit. that are almost like universal around the world. One is okay, mm-hmm. and the other one is so, Coke. Yeah, I, I like the little piece of trivia. The so, what, one of the most universally known you know, they words. They have a lot is of Coca-Cola. real-time data. Like they they get that back really fast, but they also have a way to where they can get to people to vend. And they know how to get across the land, and it just get, gets in more and more and more. So in an area, and especially, I, I want to also like touch up on the internet too. How amazing that is, except, where we don't need to ex- put except when lines. Dick, dick pictures and Instagram titties are oh, everywhere. We're like, humans. That's yeah. what humans do. <laughs> we were scrolling dicks on the side of cave walls. Why would the internet be any different? I was doing that just yesterday. So Same. whatever, like that. Yeah. Yeah, the internet, internet be damn. I was just like downtown. Like one just of like, the first inventions was like a wooden dildo. Dildo. Hell yeah, nice it was. and polished. Yeah. But anyway, I would hope so. By <laughs> the way, splinters. God, no splinters. Ow, ow, my vagina. I don't know if I've answered any of your questions. I've just kind of rambled. This but is like... the, that's the entire purpose of this nonsense. <laughs> okay, good. Answer this question. Every okay. all right, Trish. Yes. Everybody's got scars. How'd you get yours? Mine. Your yeah, your your physical scar. One of my fi- or physical like on my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what's yeah, your, we're what's not your... talking emotional scars. Yeah, yet. yeah, no. I'm very yeah. proud of proud. a chicken pox mark that I have. Is that so? And it's almost where my third eye is. Oh yeah, kind like of it's that. just a little bit, tiny bit, millimeter skewed. Mm. To the left. I see. So you always have a uh, like. So when I feel when like I have like a third eye. So if you're doing just the naturally uh, there, the, if you're doing the bendy, very it's very easy to like place it. You're just like oh bendy Bing. right there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't have to map it out. Mm-hmm. Just like I know dead center. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta bust out the compass. Like, <laughs> <all kinds of laughs> I gotta like I gotta triangulate this like shit. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, but it, it's always made me feel like really special that I I I've. I've been able to have that. And I'm like, the, this is the, the best. Pie? Yeah, this okay, is the yeah. best scar yeah, yeah. I could possibly <laughs> ever have. Like how honored I am nice. to have that. Yeah, so. I see. <laughs> uh, Michael, what you got? 
I'm actually not quite sure. Like uh, my body is just I'm an, I'm an Adonis. I my body is a wonderland and I never body explored it. Of Michael uh, Case. No. Like, <laughs> gotta edit that out. Thanks. Oh, sorry. It doesn't matter. I, I say my last name every goddamn episode of this show, but I have to edit it out every time. So like I also have chicken pox scars. I've got one right inside of my eyebrow. Oh geez. Because my eyebrow grew into the chicken pock and it drove me absolutely insane. So I just tore it off. Um, I think I punched something I wasn't supposed to. I've got this little one right here on my <laughs> knuckle. Generally, I think you're not supposed to punch things. I punch things instead of people. Back to that whole avoiding being angry I thing. See. I feel inanimate objects, despite what Toy Story told me, do not Aww. have the same level of feelings as other human beings. <laughs> so Wait, you're, so you're implying that, yes, they're alive. What's a lie? You just said you just said they're alive. Said level. You did, so 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 you, you infer full, what you will. Your full implication is that my the the basketballs and this shield right here are yeah they they feel things. Infer what you will. I will. Um, I've got a really gnarly one on my left knee. That's with my uh, kitchen cabinet left out and stabbed me for no apparent reason during a random Thursday. You see, they they are sentient. They're just out there like I, I was apparently mouthy that day. Like <laughs> you haven't cleaned me in three weeks, buddy. I'm gonna learn you a lesson. Oh jeez. Like. Like, seriously, like, I was moving it, and it just stabbed, like, straight in, like, a whole inch into my, like, it was deep and narrow. Nice. Going, like, straight down, like, my knee didn't work right for, like, three weeks. It was weird. Oh, jeez. No, no, I don't have any cool stories. That's fine. <laughs> no, 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 it's just, it's just, everybody's got scars. Where'd you get yours? Yeah, just interesting thing. So, Trish, to kind of, to kind of, back on subject, whatever. Or, or and then Michael as well. Is Do you have question. a subject? Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Very loose. Do you think... And we're talking about Coca-Cola and we're talking about these big mm-hmm. corporations and the internet and how there's a lot of pessimism about what can be done. Like, oh, this company sucks. That company sucks. They're monsters. Coca-Cola being, you're a monster. It's but, one of them, yeah. You know, and, and I know you have your uh, hatred Nestle. for... You, yeah. you didn't even let me lead into no. it. Okay, I was going to say, I was going to... Anyway, I'm going to give you a layup. But... She was too busy dunking to wait for your alley. <laughs> Just go slam that shit. Like the balls, you didn't blow the whistle. The big thing in anthropology that we look out for with the humanitarianism or humanitarianism he, aspect right. is that if you are going to help people, you do not want to do anything that you can to like enforce something into the culture or like bend it to your, you know, will. So we have a whole bunch on ethics whole bunch of information on ethics um that we do training like city training that is what it's called um so the big thing that i'm like looking at with with michael's situation actually by the way it is kind of hard for michael michael it's really weird by the way no argument there is that when churches do get involved with missionary work and making sure that people are fed which is nice Mm -hmm. But a lot of times they do have to lie to different countries, especially China. China's the big one mm-hmm. where you are not allowed to be a missionary in China. Mm-hmm. You have to go over there with humanitarian aspects. But a lot of times missionaries will lie and say, oh, no, we're not going to spread our religion. But they will. And so with it being through to the church, in Venezuela, I believe that's more so of a, a, a Christian. Highly Catholic. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Span- the Spanish came and just, we're, you're yeah. Catholic now. So you're Catholic now. Yeah. What do you mean? I'm, I'm holding you underwater you're and you're Catholic. Is, is, yeah. You know, not so much because it's already there. But 
China has a big, big policy with no, 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 you can't do that. And I've already talked to people who do go to China to try to spread the word of God. Yeah. And they're like, you, you are not allowed to tell anyone that that is your intent. It just, hmm. you have to, you, you have to like slip it in. And so uh, that, that's the big thing with a lot of like missionaries and what a lot of anthropologists have had problems with different kind of humanitarianism, like where they're like, here, let's help people. But do you know the word of God? Yeah, is is there a classic thing? Does the do the ends justify the means? Like if you're if you're saying we're going to be a missionary but also help, is it okay? There's when you're you are in anthropology, you're like, what am I anymore? You have to do a lot of questions of like. Even though I don't necessarily believe in this, it's better for the people, it's better for the culture. One of the things we're really looking at is just culture destruction right now, which mm -hmm. is what I touched up a little bit on languages earlier. So, yes, it's nice that missionaries would come in and be like, well, here's some food. It depends on the good that you're talking about. Um, I'm, I deal with like a lot of water issues right now. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I have a huge thing against Nestle. But Coca-Cola and Pepsi, too, yeah. they will, you know, use up water sources in areas for their products. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you only have so much water. You're taking it and you're putting it in a product to sell back to people. You know what I mean? Yeah, true enough. But and so but that's, but does not does that product not become more easily readily available because Coco has the money to get that product without having to have it carried by some person for 800 miles or whatever the fuck they, that whole class thing is like this person walks well, a lot of times to get clean water. You have like four <laughs> hours yeah. in order to get to it. And, yeah. that, that and takes quite a, and Coca-Cola can, and Coca-Cola can just straight up put it on your doorstep for pennies. You know what I mean? And then give you diabetes. And give you diabetes. <laughs> but you know what? You're alive. You know, that's the like, gift that keeps on giving. Like <laughs> or taking, because like, take your foot. The seventh largest killer in the world right now? Hopefully. It's getting there. Nah, I'm trying. Well, uh, so I, that I, begs the question. Is it the seventh largest because it's getting worse or we're getting better at knocking off the real bad ones? That's like tuberculosis used to oh, kill no, <laughs> so many people, um, and now it doesn't. Still number three, I think. What right, is? but cholera. Cholera. Yeah. Is that a polio used to kill so many people, yeah. and now it doesn't? Like, it's making a comeback, though. It's like, like it's like it's like it, it's in its uh it's in its um Bon Jovi phase right now. So it's like it's going to get big again. Right. Self-inflicted <laughs> diseases like heart disease and whatnot are going higher and higher on the list. And the question is, are more people suffering from it as a percentage? Or are we just taking down the bigger killers so people are living longer? It's, it's actually cancer very, kills more people now, but that's because starvation doesn't. Yeah, mm -hmm. like there's a very true thing about that in that in that we call heart disease the thing that kills. It really, it's kind like yeah, he had a heart attack or his heart stopped pumping at 95 years old. Motherfucker, he's 95. Had to like give like eventually. like you can categorize it as heart disease. The motherfucker was 95. You can't, just can't because you just can't put that on the death certificate. Motherfucker was ninety five, you know. Well, you oh, can, you also but it's weird. Look at people's like demographic pyramids too to see what age range is mostly taking people, and then the way that it looks in, in I, the the country. I think we had a. I think this was on another episode, but I think I'm out of the uh, the the. I I'm outliving right now, outliving what I'm supposed to be like. I'm supposed to have died by now. <laughs> a third. Uh, in which country? Uh, in America, like the the. Oh no no. The biggest killer, that's what it was, the biggest killer of African-American men from X to X was straight up gun violence. Uh, I think it's like 28 is the top of it, and then it comes 
28 to something was like heart disease. I'm like, yes, I've been out of the range for getting I'm shot. out of gun violence. I'm out of gun violence. Heart disease. Disease. Into heart disease. Great. I so. actually would consider that a personal upgrade. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, from a statistics standpoint, if I'm looking for validation, I would take that. I I don't know about that. Gun gun violence, good, quick, and easy. Not always. It depends on where you get shot. This is true. This is super true. So like, you're thinking a brain shot, gut shots. That shit gut hurts. shot. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you God. get shot our, in the leg, and someone sh- just doesn't I'm, help I'm sorry. you. Sorry, maybe I'm just coming at this from you know an in- ignorant kind of side. But is it really making like a bubble effect in the demographic pyramid of African Americans? Oh, uh, oh in, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's in it's, in the United States. I mean, I know that I've had a lot of friends oh, who yeah. have had cousins, brothers, you know, just tons of friends getting especially shot in like Philadelphia. Philly. Um, which is really heartbreaking. Yes. But like I didn't know if it like actually made uh, an hourglass kind of figure in the demographic pyramid. It was it the idea is for and somebody did it, someone of our friends did it. Um the the thing that you are most like your according to your demographic, your age and your 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 race, I think those are the only two they really took in consideration. What you're most likely to die from. And I was in the point where the thing that killed the most African Americans from sixteen to twenty, whatever it was, was straight up gun violence. Like yeah. like proportionally, if, if you died in between those ages, what it what were most African Americans that age dying from? Oh, gun violence. So I moved yeah. out of that. So from in my thirties here, yeah, exactly. From my thirties here, like I have got. Like, Did you get a certificate? Uh, I, I yeah, a life certificate. Yeah, there you but, go. Um, yeah. So now, now I don't have to worry about uh, worry about bullets. But I just I have to, I, I still have to run, but not from bullets. I have to run to improve my health. See, because my heart's going to give out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's, and that goes back to that whole diet thing again. Yeah, whatever. Well, I yeah. mean, you could come up with all kinds of weird demographics like that. Like you know, sixteen I mean, to twenty three year olds in Montana. They die mostly from cattle stampedes. That's true. That's true. I'm totally making That's this true. up. That's true. No, it's true. It's, it's facts. It's feasible. We're not. We're not checking that. Um, yeah. No. 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 What else do you die from in Montana besides a gunshot to the head? By the way, it's boring out there. I don't know how many people are there. I'm a lot less because they are all moving out of there. Any just, state that has more why. senators than representatives, I'm not sure. <laughs> Any, How many people there really are? Any state that has <laughs> that has more senators than they have like McDonald's or whatever is a worthless state. I, by the way, for all my my people in Montana listening, thank you. <laughs> nope. And you still got more people than Wyoming. You're good. I, Wyoming's not a state, by the way. That's a fucking it's myth. A, it's a leftover territory from the other states around it. Yeah. You, you know anybody from Wyoming? You ever been to Wyoming? No, you haven't. You fucking lying bitch. <laughs> I haven't even flown I've over been Wyoming. To Wyoming. You have not been to Wyoming. I have, you actually. liar. You I am not. liar. Why? 10, 11 years old, somewhere in there. Yeah, whatever. No, I think no. It was 11. No, you, better question. You went to West Dakota, is what you went Why? to. Why? Family West vacation. Dakota. Yeah, that, yeah, that's where. That's where yeah, West Dakota is what where you in at. Wyoming is a family vacation destination other than the Four Corners? The Four Corners. No. <laughs> four, whoa, whoa, whoa. Real talk. Four Corners, not Wyoming. Part of it is. No, it's not. Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona. Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Yellowstone's in Montana. No. Yellowstone's in Arizona. Ye- Yellowstone's not in Arizona. Yellowstone's in oh, I'm so sorry. I'm thinking Grand Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh Lord a- in heaven. Actually, actually, really weird fact. Um, it is, it, uh, Yellowstone is a national park. Fucking strange fact. National park between Wyoming and Montana. So, Montana police is Montana. Uh, the police police Montana. Wyoming police is Montana, and and there's you know the national park that polices a lot of the national park. There's a weird zone in which 
that national park kind of doesn't know what to do with itself. Like, do, do the Montana guys take it? Do the Wyoming guys take it? Do we take care of this? And a zone where you can just do whatever and murder people and gamble and prostitute all you want because nobody <laughs> quite – and it people get murdered there all the time for that very fact. It's crazy. America. <laughs> Freedom! It's it's fantastic. By the way, don't go out there because you'll get murdered because nobody will like. We're prostituted. There's a lot you'll of spiders. Prostituted. A lot of spiders. You'll get prostituted. <laughs> by the way, I, hey, I'll you just, verbed it. I'll remember just, how we talked about English was a very flexible language. Hell yeah! I'm just gonna go out there and just like, oh shit, I'm a prostitute now. That's how that. <laughs> that's what happened. I'm just saying, twenty bucks. Uh, it's twenty bucks. Whoa, whoa! This is twenty. I don't know what the going rate is out there. You have to sort that out between you and whoever your pimp becomes. 20, 20 is like, you make more than $20 an hour for fuck's sake. How I'm, far can you get on 20 bucks in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, if you can find something to buy? Nowhere, because you can't get out of there. You, <laughs> an Uber costs you $3,000. Like, hey, take me to the nearest. That's because they have to come from California. Exactly. <laughs> Ta- hey, take me to the nearest uh, point of interest. All right, it's going to be a while. We're going to Del Taco. <laughs> We're we're going to fucking Seattle. Anyway, um yeah. Whatever. Is that different than regular Seattle? Fucking Seattle? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's where there's prostituting. Prostitute in Seattle. It, that's just a place in Wyoming called Prostitute in Seattle. Prostitute in Seattle. Now that is definitely a grunge band. <laughs> and a number one tourist uh attraction. Prostitute <laughs> in Seattle. Can can we just make that a fuck it? There's probably some extra space out west. Just put it on now the map. to be clear, it is a Portland band. It's a Portland based band. <laughs> Prostitute in Seattle. Oh god. That's actually great. I think we we should roll somewhere with this. Which, by the way, maps, when they used to like make maps, like print them out and have them sold to people, a way to have a signature on your map to be your map was you just made up a city. What? Yeah, believe it or not. Kind of there was a made-up city. And so there was this uh, one story where there was this uh, map that was sold. And, and at this one location where people were you know, coming to, they were like, well, we, we were trying to go here. We're trying to go to, to John Stewartville? And they're like, Stewart well, what Bill? are you talking about? And so that place, because that person put that point on that map, became that name. Because they were just like, there's all these people yeah, here. Yeah, there's like, all these people it, who gotta... are looking for it. We got to put a building here. Or... <laughs> we got to <laughs> put a building here. <laughs> and so they made like a little like, that's town. Awesome. That's awesome. Because that's where it was on the map. That's awesome. So but there's the, the if you build it, the... they will come. But this is more of a, they came, so we had to build it. We had to build it, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Fucking, this, uh, this country is weird. Um, Michael, so you, uh, you are politically minded incredibly yes um and, and we stay away from politics on this show because yeah, we've had enough of that we like to we like to laugh yeah i know you're like oh i, I can make politics funny uh, we everybody can make politics have funny you, have you but, seen the clowns oh uh, <laughs> uh, hey i'm just so tired of everyone Didn't talking you? about pence <laughs> kidding <laughs> so anyway how's that it went left right at the end but it still wasn't wrong yeah that that george w bush over there he's a fucking hey, monster i had a long talk about him earlier today george bush that was fucking like three seasons of uh of, three seasons that was like of two, at the white house three <laughs> seasons of the white house ago no he had the white oh my god should that should we just do a fucking that's not that's hadn't been a thing Oh no, it's seasons now. No, now no, it is. No, that hasn't been a thing. We should just do a sitcom of like not a sitcom, but like a, just a show of. The they what? tried, it failed. It was Were we like... talking about the West Wing? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. That never, was a good show. Never seen the West Wasn't Wing. Wasn't it like so. Meet the Bushes or something like that? Oh, that was a show. Yeah, yeah keeping yeah, up yeah. with the Bushes. And no, I, my, that's my Bush. There it ah. is. I think that's Parker and Sean Stone. Sean Spicer hides in it. 
Yeah, yeah. that was that was a long time before Sean Spicer. Um, but we are at a point is we're at a this hard divide, and I think we're more divided than we've ever been. Colbert kind of said this on uh, the election night, and we're more divided than we've ever been. And I feel like we're the world, at least in America right now, very adversarial. In fact, the world because you know Brexit and all that. I nonsense. disagree, but keep going. Um, we're very, you think we're not, you don't think we're very adversarial in this country? No, I don't think we're more divided than we've ever been. Really? Yes. But finish your thought and then I'll hop on my soapbox and do step aerobics. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. the idea being that, or the question I want to pose to you is that, do we feel like we can do enough philanthropically for our fellow man to kind of bring us back to the center, to bring us together, to, to say like, you know what, let's all do good and let's all work towards a one as, as unified goal as we can possibly do. You know, there's, there's a lot of pessimism about, oh, about yeah. doing nice things, you know? Yes. Um, so for a broad symbolism, you have the pendulum, right? Okay. That's what people talk about a lot. Like things swing one way. And then people get tired of that bullshit and then it swings the other way. And there's that happy little middle ground where everything's kosher, but then you always end up at your extremes. Yeah. Right? Before things come back the other way. Um, We've talked earlier about the internet and how that changes the way people communicate and everything else. Mm -hmm. I really don't think we are more divided now than we've ever been. I just feel that divisive voices are louder than they've ever been. I will say that is fair, though those voices have a lot of reach. They have a lot of reach. And that means something. What I find when I go and I talk to like real human beings, mm-hmm. I very rarely meet the caricatures of people <laughs> that you hear about okay. in newspapers. Also true. I also meet true. people who are like strong Trump supporters. But if you just talk to them about things that are good policy, mm-hmm. they agree with you. There is a tribalism. There's an immediate reaction to defend my team or my side, but that's built absolutely. into human behavior. Yes, absolutely. That's not new. Right. We've just given it new names and we magnify it on the internet. But I, It's I, real easy to, what does they call it, um, virtue signaling on the internet. People talk about like, you know, I do this thing and therefore I'm awesome. Yeah. Like I adopted a puppy today, therefore I'm awesome. People only put the good things on mm-hmm. the internet so then everyone assumes the highlight reel is their real life. Right. And it's the same thing in politics. The highlight reel of the screaming, everyone assumes that's just what it is. When there's there's real people with real depth right. behind it, and that gets lost in the conversation. I, I know it does. And again, like you say, you never meet these characters of people, except for people that get advertised like, oh, we have to put this person in front of a... in front He's going to get all the views. Rush Limbaugh yeah, does yeah. exist, but I swear he doesn't believe everything he says. Of course he doesn't. He, he's a salesman, just like Alex Jones, all those guys. Like, put, we put a mic in front of him because he's going to get people talking. That brings us dollars. I don't care who it is, you know, Time Warner or Fox Outrage or whoever's like... sells more than moderation. Fuck do I care who, what, what they say. Do they get advertising dollars? But that's it. I think all those things are, are a lot more... Fuck accurate. Clorox, right? That's our tagline for advertising. <laughs> yeah, fuck Clorox. Um, <laughs> uh, no, all the things you say are, are more accurate than, than what I've said, but I just it, it's information that gets passed to people is only the ridiculous, the hyper, hyperbolic, the, the, the nonsense, and at a glance. Now, you can dig deeper and find the reality to it, but clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. But again, I personally struggle with superlatives. The only time I use superlatives is when I talk about how I always hate them. <laughs> only a Sith uh, <laughs> deals in absolutes. That, there, that's another one. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So we do. We look on the internet and it just looks like a wall of outrage and that's what gets all the attention because outrage sells. Mm -hmm. But you also have got the internet organizing things like the Women's March mm -hmm. or yeah. the March for Science yeah. or all these other things like people who are of a moderate mentality getting together using these tools to make their voices heard. It doesn't sell product nearly as much, mm -hmm. but it does change the world. And it allows these people to get together and make a difference the same way. It also allows the radicals to get together. Yeah. Right? Like the really fringe weirdos, there used to be one in every town. <laughs> and now they can all of them talk and get together. And all 20 of them. <laughs> that's how Flat Earther became mainstream. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started oh, on yeah, those absolutely. people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. God love them. They're so wanting to be special that they've gone absurd. I, have a, I need to actually make a Flat Earth party. Because I have a, an area. I'm a not site. an arsonist, but no, I might no, burn it to the on, ground. Hold on, you gotta hear me out. I got a space of land That's that flat. is really loamy, and I need a lot of feet <laughs> to make it flat. So we're gonna flatten out the earth for you. <laughs> yes. All right, no, that is a flat earth party I can get behind. Or wait, wait, we're gonna do the thing where we all coordinate to jump at one time and knock the earth off, the earth off as like a it's rotation like or whatever perfect that. Perfect forest area for that like roots to get in because it's so loamy and there's so much like like turn in the soil that everything just like grows there. I just need it to like I need to salt the earth there. I need. <laughs> you need to salt oh, the yeah, earth. So like, get a little Roman on. Exactly. Easy. I, I love. I like. I like, like forest and nature and all. But when I get out to this site, I'm like, I need to make this civilized here. <laughs> like, I need to make sure that nothing grows here except nothing for true. grass. Oh, Everywhere else, I'm like, eh, screw grass. Let's make a tree grow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a concrete jungle kind of guy. Um, yeah. So that that said, and I, again, I think your points are the more level-headed, I want to be wrong. I don't think that moderation will be seen by people. You know, like, people can't see moderation. The beautiful thing about but, moderation is it doesn't have to be seen as much as it needs to be experienced. Fair enough. Uh, like, moderation, as I said, it won't sell. Yeah, fuck's but sake. But it will make things happen. My life is moderation. I love moderation. I'm, I'm the guy that says, this car is fine. This car is adequate. You yeah, know, whatever. Um, this shirt, this house this whatever is like good i don't need the, i don't need just using an example i don't need the xbox one x i think it That's is not very capitalistic of you it isn't you commie i don't need <laughs> the, the xbox one x the like hyper dope ass like it plays goddamn four ultra k i don't even know what these numbers are don't need it i can deal with the 720 uh plasma and a ps fucking mm -hmm. four regular ass or whatever you know like ps fucking four regular ass that is what it says in the <laughs> yeah, box ladies and gentlemen ass. it was made specifically for Thomas. it's a really long yeah. title it's, it's, it's needlessly long, long. Title, like, but they really had to, to it, really work on editing on only, that box only sold to me specifically it's like oh, that's a little much but hey we're gonna go we're gonna <laughs> hey, go all of this if you want to be extra you be extra hell yeah double mink. i like that they were thinking of you i like that too also <laughs> also don't own a ps4 uh so specifically there's like there's one sitting on a shelf at a target in like uh Wahoo, Nebraska. Like, oh, God Is this guy ever going to come pick He's gonna fucking pick up his fucking ass PS4 up? <laughs> Regular ass PS4 or whatever. Um, yeah. You're going to have to write down that acronym because I, I totally lost what the string oh, was. Oof, it's recorded. I think what we're seeing is actually the painful death of the political parties that we've known for our entire lives. 
Hopefully so. Um, I don't think they'll die. I think they'll do what they always do in real line. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the wig party? No, you don't. I do. I reference it all the time. (laughs) You're always dropping a wig. What? Exactly. Trish, why are you always up in the spot? We're always having parties. You're like, yo, the wig party was this shit. You don't care about the wig party. Stop rocking a wig party. <laughs> no, the, 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 the no nothings or whatever. Like, the come wigs on. Were they anti Masonists, right? I don't remember. I just remember that they were called the wig party. The wig party. <laughs> what about the no nothing party? You want to start dropping some no nothing? Oh, uh, I remember the no nothing party I, because I draw a strong parallel between them and current Republicans. I know shit about the no nothing. I know nothing of the no nothing party. Okay, so I do want to make another point. Like, we've talked about how moderation is and wonderful, and it may not sell t shirts, but it does get shit done. And we do call out people who are extremists, mm-hmm. right, on either end. Yeah. But you also need to be careful and call out your obsessive centralists, the people who look to the left and to the right and see who's shouting the loudest, find themselves in the middle like of wherever that, that is, and say, well, then this must be right. Because that's wrong. Sometimes the people on one side are a little crazy, and the people on the other side are very, very <laughs> crazy. And that doesn't mean you should shift more their direction in order to find the middle. Sometimes people are wrong and it's okay to call them out on that and in fact an obsessive culture where today where we're more afraid of hypocrisy than we are of being right or being wrong because everybody's entitled to their opinion you're entitled to your opinion and i'm entitled to mock you for it if it's fucking stupid i think that is something people people always miss like you can do whatever you want there's repercussions for everything you say no law against having an opinion and sharing it there's also no law about me making fun of you if you're dumb that's correct or if you make no sense or if there's a major logical fallacy in what you're saying and that's okay too that is absolutely okay the entire point of free speech is that there is a space where the give and take can happen so that the right answer can come out. Not so everyone can just pitch their bullshit in and then everybody just has to take it home with them. Well, like Trish was saying, there's a there's a point where it kind of it kind of polices itself. Because if you say something crazy enough and people decry it, make fun of you, and and embarrass you to your core, maybe maybe he'll stop saying that. I am a very firm believer in the power of embarrassment. As a corrective <laughs> measurement for right. a well-functioning society. Is this is this just we just established that that Michael's a bully now? Confirmed. If that's what it takes, confirmed. For My, you to Michael's stop a bully. Being stupid. Stop stop bullying, Michael. <laughs> you stop being stupid, and I will. <laughs> but like, when I talk about embarrassment, I don't mean like physical harm. I mean when you are erroneous. If there is no mechanism for someone to point that out to you, we have stopped functioning as a society. Yes, the entire purpose of society is a whole bunch of people get together and they go, these are the rules that we collectively agree we're going to function under. And if you don't do that, then we're going to put you in jail. I mean, time out until you are willing <laughs> to function by the rules. And some of the rules are really basic. Don't kill me and I won't kill you because it's really hard to function as a society if you have random murder. Same with stealing. Uh, that, you would think that, but Detroit exists. Uh, d- yeah, but it's not functioning very well. <laughs> Same with stealing. Fucking you know, Detroit. if I can't be safe in my person and in my stuff and you can't, then we can't coexist well. Right. Because I'll be spending all of my time protecting my stuff instead of doing something useful for the entire society. Right. So these are some basic rules, right? You know, don't be a dick. You could sum a lot of law down to don't, don't screw over other people. Right. But as you said, we're a very litigious society. So sometimes we make rules so it's easier to screw other people over and that does need to be addressed. Though to uh, make sure we're, we stay off politics here, off topic. But that said, to kind of bring it back to the idea, do you think that do you think that we can come to this 
uniform, just that question. Do you think we come to a uniform idea of, of being better? Do you think that we can go forward as all, as, as most of a society, and say humanitarianism, being good to the world, being good to our brothers is positive? And we all kind of, kind of agree upon what that is? No, never. You don't think so? No, it's a cleaning the mirror problem. So you have a really, really filthy mirror with huge spots like all over it. Mm-hmm. So you get out your wipe and you take out the big spots. Mm-hmm. Well, now the mirror is clear, but now the, the spots that used to be tiny are now the big spots. Mm-hmm. So now you go and you get those spots and now the microscopic spots that you didn't see before because the big spots were in the way are now there and now you have to clean those spots. And it's just, it's a constantly sliding slope of what is good. Like mm-hmm. if we get to a point where random murder and theft and all that nonsense just never, ever happens then the worst thing that happens is when someone's vaguely rude to another person in public, and that'll be the ultimate evil (laughs) in the civilization, and then that'll need to be addressed. There will always be room for improvement and correction. We're never going to come to some harmonious (laughs) moment where it's all worked out and we agree. I don't don't think, and I don't think we should. I don't think, or not should. I I will say that I don't think we'll ever come to that. We're going to have murders. That's going to be, but I just think that will we go, because again, divisive. We are divided in some respects. Oh, yes, but and, we and, always and have that, been. That, that idea of like, can we just say like, hey, can we all kind of just say eh, feeding people that, that have less than us is okay? Like, I'm not saying that this side or that side that says we need to give more than necessary, but just like, can we just agree that this should be okay and that should be okay and this is mm-hmm. good and that's good? Like, yes, I think kind we of can a get to that general point. like 70%, you know? I don't know. Another great question for you is who's your least favorite person in history? Anne Rand is one of mine. <laughs> I'm, actually, might, I might put that down on the uh, list of bizarre questions, by the because, way. Because like that rugged individualism where I've got mine and the rest of you can fuck off. Like I hate that. I hate that as a mentality. I hate that as a way of thinking. Like when I talked earlier about like the Venezuelan thing and how you like you bring people together and that vastly increased the impact that you can have. Mm-hmm. If everyone's sitting out looking for themselves as rugged individuals, you can't do that. You can't pull together collectively to make a difference because it's not in your vested best interest to do so. Yeah. Uh, well, and what you want to do is, is... It's a very short-term is, thinking. First of all, like if we are giving stuff to people, you have to understand that then there's like, number one, like charity porn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Then there's also, if you're giving by the way, too by the way, much... Will that come up on Pornhub? If I search for that, I don't know. Okay, that I'm, would be hilarious. Because I'm, I'm going to like we just established before, before off mic, we established about how many times a day I do that. So I'm going to go look look that up as soon as you leave. Actually, if charity porn is a thing, and it's not just her is... name is Charity. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's actually this this guy fucking in front of uh, a Meals on Wheels thing where they're like passing it out, just like no, we're fucking so in front for, of this. It's for great. those who it's don't know what charity meal. porn is, it's where you end up getting people to give to. Um, to, I guess, what would be like the poorest advertised place. You get this a lot in uh, a lot of different African countries where you're on the TV late at night and you see for 87 cents a day, you can help these people. <laughs> you too they can found feed this poor some, starving child. They found some of the, the, the worst little villages so that they can get money to go. But what happens is when you end up paying into certain things like that, you might be jeopardizing businesses that are around the area. So mm. why would someone want to go get for instance shoes right if they already have shoes that are given and then it jeopardizes someone who's already self-sustained and making a living and now they are injured to the fact that 
the person didn't get shoes. Textile industry is famous for this. Like yes. in America, we make so much clothes that I we don't use. I think it was the and then uh, we, Tom's shoes. Yeah, we send them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We send them to Africa, and so then they don't have their own textile industry. They don't make their own clothes. Yeah. Because they just wait for the bags and bags of used clothes to come from the West. Yeah. yeah. And they could have productive jobs in. Yeah, exactly. if I, they just made their own I could clothes. Be, I could be a haberdasher. So you know? the takeaway message oh, is I not love, to... I just love that word. Takeaway yeah. message is not to really like... Um, to, to stop ne- giving, yeah, you're but cr- to yeah, no, look no. into what you're doing and how it could impact the people. No, that's what you're saying. You're saying yes. don't help, don't help anybody. No, ever. No, that's no, what you're no, saying. No, never no. help. Yeah, yeah. Never fact, works. Fact, that's what Trish is saying. Never help anybody. No, but <laughs> noting the impact of what you're doing is key. If your net goal is to improve the quality of life of another human being, there is, you know, the twofold path. There is giving them when they're in extreme because they need help and they can't do it on their own. Mm-hmm. And then once they have that floor, yeah. helping them stand so such that they can then build from yes. there on their own. Yeah. Like there was a big thing with wells in uh, different African countries where people went and they built wells for people, but no one taught anyone in the village how to, how to damn sustain use. it. Yeah. How to keep, keep a well up. and maintain it. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, that is a whole bunch of you know money wasted. So education has to go into... Um, helping if if you give like a product like mm-hmm. here's 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 our well that we gave you um now you have to be able to take care of and manage and so you have to definitely find who the the village would say yeah let's get this group of people to go ahead and be the carriers of this information right you know sometimes that's not done yeah, and yeah. then that's just a bunch of wasted money so you can as 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 we were talking with Michael earlier you can give everything but you got to make sure that it's going to a good space yeah you know give a man a fish versus teach a man a fish right yeah well there's or as that. terry pratchett says you know you can build a man on fire or set a man on fire and keep him warm for the rest of his life is that a terry pratchett <laughs> line by the way <laughs> i love I that love terry i love that joke not a big fan of terry pratchett unfortunately oh. I, you're missing I, out on life you i are. tried and i was like no uh so we've you come gotta to have culture we've come to the realization that we've we've done so much today we've talked so much about everything today and we've got we got nothing it's just it's it's a balancing act that's very hard to grasp upon you can't get trying to politely tell us to shut the hell up no no no. i'm just no no, no. this is kind of my this is kind of my i gotta wrap because i can talk i can talk rick or wrap it up i can talk rick for rap, days. Rap. i can do this bullshit for a long time it's a difficult balancing act i suppose because if you give when you give too much help mm-hmm. you're a detriment to yourself yeah and you you destroy the, you destroy people's initiative and yeah. destroy people's incentive you know why like you're saying why would i do anything for myself if i know it's coming and to you got to be careful with what you give because it can start destroying a person's culture but but it is overall net positive for the world we are better off than we've ever been because I, of it I, oh yeah that's yeah. a statistic that gets missed a lot we are richer we are healthier and we are living longer as a race of creatures humans in general than we have Black people, ever specifically. Well, no. As, <laughs> as we, we actually, actually, we are considering some of the things in the last 150 years. Hey, yeah. as, as we have in the entire history of humanity. Right. There are fewer poor people now as a percentage of humanity Absolutely. than there has ever been. And that's not talked about enough. No, 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 it's not. It the idea that we are we are more urban than we have ever been in, in the world. We have more cities, and cities only exist because people kind of get their shit together and live in harmony. Like, we actually like each other. Yeah. You can't police uh, in our city 500,000 people all day, every day. You very much have to assume that, dude, you're not going to steal, and you're not going to kill anybody. You're not going to do anything awful. You, 
you're going to live by the rules. And we're, we're better for it. We're trying to get along with each other and we're better for it, you know? So positive things, I guess. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that works out. But if you want to do a positive things podcast, we can do that. Oh no, we're never doing that. Here's the thing. Michael almost said your last name. <laughs> so hard not to. Um, it's because you normally don't use my first name. This is true. What is one goofy but attainable fantasy you have in your life? Huh. Most of them are so far from attainable. Yeah, oh it was the God. one that's just like, I could clearly do that. I have enough money to do that, but like I yeah. haven't done it yet. I don't know. We know it down a little. Um, well, I mean, just goofy goals. Like, I love to go bungee jumping. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, wait, wait, wait. That's so pedestrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one. You want that? Like, like a, like, Fantasy, like oh, oh fantasy! Man. I want to go in the vomit comet. That's probably an upper echelon of like probably not, but I could probably I wanna, do it. I want to experience weightlessness. I want to like yeah. just oh, float. Yeah, like sex in space. Yeah. Well, that oh, okay. actually well. is the extra flavor on it. But I, <laughs> the, but what, you what, said what? you said practical, and there is no way in heaven and earth I'm getting Shelly on that plane. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she pro- doesn't like heights. So she loves none of that. Prostitute Seattle, let's go. Yeah. You got to fly from <laughs> Prostitute Seattle and yeah. get that on a map. So, it will start to exist. I also yeah. want to survive this fantasy, so there will be no prostitute because my wife will kill me, and I'll deserve it. Trish, for you. Goofy but attainable fantasy. You know, she I'm wants kind to get of married. That's <laughs> happening. <It's laughs> That's not. true. I want my marriage to go oh. the way that it goes. Uh, it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, that was so. very tautological of you. Yeah. I want it to go the way that it's going to go. <laughs> the problem is, it's, I want it it's to a be little, as it will be. A little difficult. A little difficult to maybe put it all together. Which one is more of a bridezilla, you or Drew? Bridezilla? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really going to be a bridezilla situation. I, I'm just, I, you've got two objects and you have to measure them against each other, Drew. not against other people. Drew. Okay, Drew. because I've already told him, Drew. what do you want to do to, you know, like, is there something that you want? Because I don't want to necessarily take over the entire wedding. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a point where it's like, here's my vision of the wedding and insert husband here. <laughs> this is the husband's plot. You'll be going here. Try yes. not to touch anything. That's that's why That's why classically... Groomsmen are just in the exact same suit. So if the if the husband die, if the groom dies, you just, you just slide the next. That guy. is what the best man's for, because you can't have some unmarried no. woman running around. Yeah, the best man is actually for, for making sure the wife does not get kidnapped by someone else. Intro to my wedding. Yeah. By the way, by the way, that's a sneak for a year from now. So look back. This the show still year and a half. Year and a half. Nine months. Yeah. If the show still exists. Yeah. That's a callback. Call forward, I guess. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Speaking into the future to create reality. Oh. Uh, no no goofy attainable fantasy? The thing is, you said in your lifetime. Did I? I didn't say that. Did yeah. You said not actually say that. <laughs> in the lifetime? No, like, he just said goofy I mean, like, attainable fantasy. Like, as, as a thing, mine, straight up, I don't know why, fantasy Play the piano with a woman in the wet red dress singing on top of it. Oh, that's fine. That's like I always wanted that just to see. I was thinking more morbid because you were talking about like life. I kind of want like my death wishes to come true too. I think <laughs> is that I think a curse I upon plan me? my is funeral before I even plan my crazy, crazy marriage by abduction wedding. Wow. So Trish, let it be known. I'm really morbid. No, I, I hang I, out in graveyards. I want you to, I want you to get married and immediately die. <laughs> now that now that you've said this, I'll kill your husband as well, just so you can say. Hey, 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 my hey. death plans. Uh, no. Okay, so I think that it would be a lot of fun if number one, I'm going to donate my body to science because okay. that's what you do in the medical career. It's mm-hmm. tradition. Mm-hmm. 
Tradition. So that, so that you can, you know, have your vital organs as long as they're good enough to get put into another person. Don't you just ruin, but, ru- ruin them at 55. But, you know, there's also die, extra whatever. junk that no one's going to use. So this is what I want. Like I want my trunk? head, hold mm-hmm. on. I want my head to be actually like cut off okay. in the man, in mandible with it too. Okay. Um, and then take the rest of the stuff that isn't going to be used for other people's bodies. And the only diamond I ever want is going to be the carbon from That's the rest good. of my junk of the body to be then like put into a diamond and then with the skull and the mandible that are left over, <laughs> Super put plain. that diamond in where my chicken pock mark is. <laughs> so I have that bendy and then grandma can be on the mantle forever. <laughs> I, that, <that's, laughs> that is my best plan. too much for me. <laughs> like, because, because we're, we're joking, but I've talked to Shelly about that. I'm like, you know, they can turn dead bodies into like jewels now, right? Like, I kind of want to be a diamond, like, when hey, I'm it's dead. space. No, because the, not only do I not take up space, but then, like, I am an heirloom. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is my grandpa ring. You mean your grandfather's ring? No, no, no that's grandpa. is my grandpa, <laughs> straight up. In yeah, a but, world where uh, cemeteries are taking up way too much land, yeah, that's why I'm gonna, it's, it's an option. I'm going to get burned. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, no, I was going for cremation. Yeah, cremation. I don't, I occupy enough space of life. I don't need you to are occupy go, you space are really pushing, when I'm dead. Pushing this fat narrative, by Man, the way. It's not fat. Look at me. I am tall. You're I am wrong. wide. We have vertical space. Nobody's going to be... Who's going to be hanging out above you? Ain't nobody above me. If you want an interesting hey. podcast, get me back if for you want, death. If you want an interesting podcast, talk. listen to another podcast. <laughs> it's too late. You've been listening to this for an that's hour. A, that's call forward right there. That's <laughs> guaranteed to work. <laughs> You've been you want an interesting podcast, listen <laughs> to the next podcast. No, listen to something else, not I'm this. I'm just saying, uh, get me on here for a death podcast. Uh, End of life. Oh, no. It'll be very oh, fascinating. Okay, we're never having that just for that. <laughs> anyway, oh, well. This is why we can't have nice things. Anything to, uh, we're almost out of here. Michael, anything to plug? Anything to uh, tell the world that you want to say? Fuck Clorox. Oh, uh, sorry, yeah. that was the party line. My bad. Yeah, um, well, yeah. No, fuck Clorox. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to say that Clorox is nice in the fact that it helps prevent C. diff. There, what's C. diff? See, um, it does such a good job, you don't even know. <laughs> Hell, no, I don't. No, 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 no. This is for the listeners. I know what C. diff is, but why don't you tell the listeners? It's a bacteria that is really hard to be able to uh, get rid of once you have it, but it causes a lot of diarrhea. Nice. Yes. In defense. It's called like uh, C. diff or difficile. I don't remember the first part, but that's why it's called C. diff, because it's difficult to get rid of, because it's... Ah. um, it's immune to a lot of antibiotics and once you have it it keeps like it could come back really easy so you have to actually if you have that um flush with the toilet seat down if you go to the bathroom and you still have that and you have to put clorox mm-hmm. or bleach yeah let's do bleach since yeah, you guys cause, cause fuck clorox. Clorox. <laughs> you have to put bleach into the toilet every time that you use it because that's like one of the things that kills it and you always have to wash your hands like for some reason soap and water do, does the trick but all the other fun gadgets gizmos of plenty that we have for cleaning good little mermaid reference C. In- diff. interesting that's your plug by the way but it's it's a lot of diarrhea yeah. oh i'm fine i can <laughs> talk about this all day no no, no i'm just saying mm-hmm. like like well you use up your plug time to talk about c diff so so <laughs> So if you have something that people need to see, like a show that you do because you're a dancer, nope, you don't get to say that. So anyway. Diarrhea instead. <laughs> I, I will talk no. about all sorts of GI and liver stuff. Yeah, but you, you, get, you, get, you get plugs. You got anything um, to plug? 
we don't talk about that. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, I'm I, kidding. I get, I get a lot of good jokes out of this vlog <laughs> section. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Everyone, do good. Just do good. Do good okay. to your neighbor. Like, even if it's just a smile or just a, a high, just to let them know that don't they are welcome. Don't say your neighbor, fuck them. To, yeah, well, Sm- my neighbor smile too. Smile <laughs> your neighbor is named Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything that I want to plug in particular. I'm more with Trish. As you pointed out earlier, I'm very macroscopic in my view, both of time and of people. And I really want, as Trish said, people to just do good. If you can't do good, be good. You never know the impact you will have until someone tells you, but that you shouldn't wait for that in order to do how you'd want to be treated. So microscopic, if we can get back to that, I have a better answer now. Sure. When you've had time. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, now we'll I, think about it. I'll, I'll somehow, Those are the some, stories that stick with you. So you yeah. could you could end up talking about the process of how to help out uh, a nation all day long, but then it's kind of like listening to C-SPAN if they actually talked about helping out people. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, zinger. But um, those stories that come from individual people are the things that stay in your heart mm-hmm. and make you remember why you're doing what you do. And so let's say in an instance where there's only so little doctors out to help like somebody with, uh, or a whole entire area where, you know, you don't have the manpower to help everyone where you have maybe a sister taking her brother into one of these facilities. And there are so many people there that don't have that help. So she had to push her brother inside the actual building through a window to get him in to yep. save his life. Yeah. You remember those stories. You remember those stories. There's something about that. The, the idea the, or the old adage that 6 billion people, 6 billion people dying, let's say 6,000 people dying is just a number. It's just this number that's ethereal that you're kind of like, yeah, that's a lot of people to die. But your friend Tommy or your friend Jane dying impacts you a lot more. That yeah. somehow, and that's so illogical, and that sucks. You know that I think like it's actually attributed to Stalin is like you know oh, a million people dying is just a t- statistic. Yeah, it's, I did not know that, that man but yeah. killed so he many killed a lot people. of people. But yes, yeah, that idea that that your brain can't comprehend a certain, and so it just kind of like filters it in as that happened. Or in same respect, even if it's positive, this guy donated six million dollars to Bill Gates donates so much money to charity. Mm-hmm. But there's something about dude, I gave. $20 to this person that needed it. Something about that just sticks that much more. Yeah. Hmm. Bill Gates giving $6 million is like, is get, like you giving, giving 600. Yeah, exactly. Well, 600. That's a lot. It's a lot less than that to him. Like 600 is still something to me. Like six, that's nothing. That's but you could shake 600 loose if it was important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I could. I'm, I'm poor ladies. So, you know, just hit me up. <laughs> Anyway. It's more Netflix and Hangout. The, the <laughs> chilling requires to run the electricity. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Um, I never know how to end the show. You need like a sign-off, like John Green. It's like like we say in our hometown, don't forget to be awesome. John Green from the beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes. Mm. Yep. The flat, the beautiful. <laughs> Oh my my! Hey, don't you be a flat earther too? I, it's like, it's like, I, you heard about the guy who's going to launch a rocket in order to prove that the Earth is flat, right? He's a self-taught rocket designer. Like he believes he's like I believe in math and I believe in um, physics, but I don't believe in all of that. 
That's the takeaway. <laughs> all of that, let him. All do that planet his stuff. Thing. It's completely made up. Fucking bullshit. Planet. And I'm like, dude, you did the math in order to figure out how to build a rocket, provided that it works, right? But you were unwilling to do the math in order to calculate just, you know, straight the, up curves. The, the curve that is the planet. Do mm. tall like, people can like kind of see like? Yeah, it's kinda I would right say there. absolutely let him do his vision, but make sure that everybody in the vicinity is aware that this is going to happen. Wait, well, he already <laughs> tried to launch twice and oh, got no. told no by the FAA. Okay, because they're like, no, you can't launch there. Planes fly there, <laughs> and he's like. Please. Don't they just, you know, get out of the way of random rockets? No, that's they, not how yeah, this works. Yeah, they do a left turn. Yeah, like, they, they just, oh, they, they just <laughs> swerve. Yeah, turn. they break. The break's good enough. I've I think, seen cartoons. I think this goes back to your uh, your thing. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> oh my God, Star Fox! <laughs> we're all gonna lose our legs. That's what we're going towards. I think this goes back to your thing. Embarrassment. Yeah. We'll just we'll just embarrass him off the I face of the earth. I see his face when he gets to the top of that rocket and looks down and goes, "Oh, oh fuck!" That, that does totally curve.